Bold Americans, I am back with another week of shows. We got to get straight to the Maui fires, what's going on with the Biden family and so much more. Last week, we concentrated on the teachings of Michael Bednarik and lighting the flames of liberty in all of your hearts. Five-part series. Hope that you enjoyed it. But this week, we got to talk about all the current events and things that are going on. So sit back, grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever it is that you're into. You're listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden here on the America Out Loud Network. You don't know what they sacrifice. We have lost touch with the principles in the Constitution. Nobody's read the Declaration of Independence. You are voting for socialism, and you got what you voted for. Welcome, Bold Americans, to another episode of America Emboldened here on the America Out Loud Network. Well, it'd be an ironic way to start today's show if I said I really just don't have much to say. But if I'm being honest with my listeners, that's kind of what today is. It's kind of one of those days where I'm like, you know what? I don't know how much I want to add to the insanity that's already out there in the world. You've probably seen all of these stories. You have Maui, you got people saying it's a directed energy weapon. You got people saying it's just regular wildfire, people connecting it to this land grab. You got Biden. You have people that are saying, well, the Republicans wanted the special counsel. Now they got a special counsel. They don't want the special counsel because of David Weiss and both is valid. And you have so many other things that are just dividing people. I mean, even Elon Musk in his fight against Mark Zuckerberg, where they're supposed to have a battle royale. Zuckerberg now is saying that Musk is very flaky on everything. It's time for him to move on until Elon is more serious, despite the fact that Elon said, I will fight you uh, and let's practice at your place in Palo Alto, California. I'm just paying attention to all of the news headlines and I'm wondering, what is it that my listeners really want to hear about? What is it that you can't find elsewhere when you start doing your own searches, when you start reading your own things? And I'm left with thinking, what do I want to impart as far as knowledge to the listening audience? So let's go backwards and go in reverse to last week. Last week, I went on vacation in Cape May, New Jersey, and that is our vacation spot yearly. We had a great time down there. I had done a a show about a week before talking about the fact that they were building these wind turbines off the coast of New Jersey, as well as eventually off the coast everywhere, basically along the entire East Coast. Well, Michael Schellenberger, who's a great writer and uh, helped release the Twitter files, uh, he started tweeting out about this story uh, two days ago uh, on uh, August 12th. And he said, for years, the government has insisted that the increase in whale deaths off the East Coast has no relationship to the wind industry's high decibel pile driving and boat activity. But now a new documentary thrown to the wind based on new research will challenge that. Well, it sounds like what I just reported about a week and a half before Michael Schellenberger's story. So I'm glad to see that the mainstream people, and I call Michael Schellenberger, although he's not a mainstream media guy, he's mainstream much more than I am. He's got a, uh, a following of almost a million people, 
three quarters of a million at least. And so he's putting out this documentary or working on this documentary, it looks like with others, and finally talking about the fact that there's this pile driving and there are a record number of boat um, whales that are being uh, washed ashore and the uh, boating industry is seeing uh, the impacts of all this. And so he posted a video as well uh, that was from at Micer Dean 22 uh, and showing another whale death uh, on the shores of Long Branch, New Jersey that washed up on Saturday, August 12th, the day that I was heading back to my home, uh, this humpback whale washed off. This is not normal, ladies and gentlemen. So when we talk about, yeah, there's lots of stories I could do that would likely get me lots of listens. Uh, but if you go back and you, you listen to what I'm talking about each and every single day, I like to think that I'm keeping it pretty balanced, number one. And number two, I'd like to think that I'm telling you about things that aren't already in the headlines from the best of my ability. Yes, I can get caught up in the other side of the stories as well, uh, but I try to, to keep it pretty honest. Now, sometimes I do like the stir of the pot just a little bit. And so while I was on vacation, I decided to wear my Biden 2024 shirt, which got a lot of heads turning around down in Cape May County with see me wear this. Now, before you think that I'm supporting Joe Biden's presidency in 2024 and you turn off the uh, podcast and go, well, what just happened? He's been saying he doesn't support Biden. No, that's not what it says. It's a Biden Fetterman 2024 shirt that has like the Biden official logo off to the side by the E. And then underneath it has a campaign slogan that states it's a no brainer. Well, my favorite part about wearing this was the reactions that I was getting from individuals as I was walking along Ocean Avenue. As I was leaving the condo, uh, there was a person that said to me, oh, I love your shirt. And I said, oh, I thank you, thinking there's no way this individual read the entire shirt. And then as I'm walking along Ocean Avenue, I see a bunch of people like they're looking at me and smiling, and, but they're not reading the whole thing. And so we decided to get reservations at this Taco Caballito, which, by the way, if you're ever in uh, Cape May, New Jersey, Taco Caballito is phenomenal tacos. For those of you on the East Coast, highly recommend. So there's my shout out to them. Um, and so we decided to go putt-putt golfing while we're waiting for a table. And that's kind of a family tradition. We'll go putt-putt golfing right alongside where that restaurant is. And there's other people seeing my shirt. And another person goes, Hey, can I, can I read that? And they read it and they're like, Oh, okay. And another person walks up, goes, Oh, I just love that shirt. Let me, let me read the rest of it. It's a note. Oh, and then they walk away like they're disappointed. Right? So the woman who's at the, uh, off, she reads it and she goes, Oh, you're brave wearing that down here. And I'm like, why? Like, it's just humor. Like people, you know, don't have a sense of humor in Cape May. I don't know what you're talking about. So we're pup puck golfing and there's people that are like looking at me from other holes, reading the shirt. And this woman's off to the side and she goes, is that real? And keep in mind, Biden Fetterman 2024 is the big words here. You got to really look for the bottom part where it says it's a no brainer. And to my response is, yes, it is. She goes, oh my God, that's exciting. Really people? That's exciting. You're excited for Fetterman, the stroke victim, and Joe Biden, the Alzheimer's patient, to run in 2024. 
And I realized as I'm wearing this shirt and more and more people thought that this was a real ticket and they were excited about it. And I'm not making this up. People were excited for the Biden Fetterman ticket. What type of lunacy are Democrats dealing with? Do you actually think that that's a good idea? Seriously and sincerely. Like I was, my mind was absolutely blown. Now, when this woman saw it's a no brainer, she was angry and she walked away. And so we continued puppet off and we go to Taco Cabalito. I'm sitting there. We order our food. We're eating. We got this nice second deck overlooking the ocean and the waitress at the end, she gives us the bill and she goes, I just want to let you know, I really like your shirt. And I looked at her thinking, oh, crap, another person who thinks Biden Fetterman's actually running to which she quickly says, it's really funny. Thank you, Cape May. Thank you, Taco Capolito, for having a sense of humor. But apparently that's where we are with many liberals right now. And I'm sure that there's going to be liberals listening to my show right now go, oh, no, I would never fall for that. Really? If you saw the Biden Fetterman shirt, you would never be like, oh, that's interesting. I wonder if that's real. That also shows me how uneducated, not my listeners, but how uneducated other people in this country are. The fact that they would think that that is a good thing. It's not. Biden Fetterman. Biden's not good for this country and Fetterman's not good for this country, which leads me to the stories that kind of matter to you without the um, (laughs) crazy talk. All right, let's talk about David Weiss. David Weiss was named the special counsel to investigate Hunter Biden. And the left is jumping on the right on this because they're saying, look, the right is never satisfied. They wanted a special counsel. They got a special counsel. How come they're not happy with it? Well, and I even kind of fell for something, too. I I was looking at the code for how a special counsel is supposed to be um, elected and assumed to power. And apparently you can do it underneath different sections of the code. And I saw the part of the code where it says it cannot be a current government official, which David Weiss has been a current government official. But somebody else pointed out that uh, Merrick Garland used a different section of that code in which to uh, nominate or name David Weiss as the uh, executor of that special counsel, which, by the way, Donald Trump did the same thing with Durham back when Donald Trump was president. So it's important to note that there is precedence already for this. So for anybody on the right going, uh, Merrick Garland, he illegally announced David Weiss. That's not a reason for you to be angry and upset, but I can give you one. See, I think it's important that we don't go with the false outrage over things or just jump on whatever Laura Ingram says is the thing to be upset with because God knows she's normally wrong, and she was wrong on this case as well. The thing that you want to pay attention to is the fact that you can go just two weeks or three weeks ago to that courtroom in Wilmington, Delaware, right up the street from me, where David Weiss and Biden's plea deal fell apart in front of the judge, which I did an entire show on. And during that time of doing the show, I talked about how David Weiss should no longer be involved in the case because he tried to put this sweetheart deal together for the Biden family. And once it became under scrutiny, he had to back off and be like, well, no, it wouldn't actually include if you perjured yourself, like in future things, it doesn't acquire to the fact you didn't register as a federal uh, foreign agent. I'm sorry, not federal foreign agent overseas. 
There could still be charges in the future. But what David Weiss promised the lawyer and Hunter Biden was that this would all work out, that take the plea deal. Everything would be good. Everything would go away. You wouldn't have to worry about any future charges. It would cover all that. And the judge would just go along and handle it as it came up. But the judge was smart. The judge looked at it and said, wait a minute. This is not what judges do in these type of cases. I don't want to have to oversee a judgment if he has some future thing that he has done wrong that he becomes found guilty of. I cannot accept this plea deal. Go back and get it done. Well, now Merrick Garland, which I should point out is the attorney general to the president, which I think it's important for people to understand the roles and responsibilities of the attorney general, which I've also done a show on before when I talked about Loretta Lynch and the tarmac meeting with Hillary Clinton and talk about how I don't trust attorney generals when the president themselves, whether it be Donald Trump or Joe Biden, are the people that are being investigated. It's very important that people understand that the attorney general serves the president to advise the president on their matters and answers to the president of the United States, meaning Merrick Garland answers to Joe Biden. Now, David Weiss has already worked out a really sweet deal for Hunter Biden. Why are you going to name the guy who's already had an unethical deal, the special counsel? to oversee this unless you're working with Joe Biden and Joe Biden goes, hey, they want a special counsel. <laughs> hey, Merrick, do me a favor. Just get uh, David Weiss to uh, be the special counsel. He's a Delawarean. We got this covered. He's he's already going to do what's good. Don't worry. There will be nothing future. Or should there be future charges, everything will be downplayed. But the Republicans, they'll get exactly what they want. This is the best way out. Joe Biden is the winner of last week. I didn't get a chance to do a live show with uh, Chris Michaels last week because everything was pre-recorded with my my uh, Good to Be King shows, the five-part series. But had I had one, I would have said Joe Biden's the winner because Merrick Garland at this point in time, when he decides to probe his son with David Weiss, uh, the Biden family is having martinis, they're clinking their drinks, they're doing a little bump of Coke to celebrate the fact that Weiss is doing great for them. They are not worried about him whatsoever. Now, the left is also saying, but Greg, wait a minute. This is a Trump appointed U.S. attorney in Delaware. So as if the fact that because he's a Trump appointee, that he shouldn't have any relationship with the Biden family. I really don't think you understand how tiny Delaware is. <laughs> I don't think you understand that Delaware is one of those uh, states where everybody knows everybody. And if you are a Delaware attorney, you already knew the Bidens in some way, some way, shape or form, because the Bidens are basically separated by everyone like Kevin Bacon. It's like six degrees of Kevin Bacon or seven degrees, whatever that used to be. That is the Biden family. Now, also point out the fact, do you have other individuals here in Delaware that are very, very powerful connected to the Biden family, like Louis Free, right? The former director of the FBI. He now has his own firm here in Delaware connected with all these same individuals. You don't think that this is a perfect moment 
for the uh, special counsel, Merrick Garland, attorney general, to work this out, to kind of shake hands and go, hey, I know exactly what we'll do. And I don't even trust Merrick Garland. Ever since Merrick Garland got screwed, and I will say he got screwed for the SCOTUS appointment because what the Republicans did back then was wrong. Not that I want Merrick Garland as a Supreme Court justice, seeing how his behavior and everything since then. I believe that Merrick Garland is still a man that is scorned, and he takes a little bit of smug enjoyment out of all this. Now, I don't know him. I've never interviewed him, um, but I do not trust whatsoever Merrick Garland or any of his appointments of what he would be doing during this time. And so that is my little hot take on this, but it's rooted in the fact that things have already gone sideways with that Hunter Biden plea deal to begin with. And David Weiss should no longer be anywhere near this investigation. So if you're looking for justice for Hunter, <laughs> you're going to have to look further. They'll, they'll come up and give you some basic charges, but this thing's not going anywhere. But I'll tell you what may go somewhere, and that is Donald Trump. Donald Trump is currently looking at yet another indictment, which I talked about again on former shows, but now Georgia's looking like the grand jury will indict him soon, which will be his fourth arrest. So if you want to bury your political opponent in multiple charges, multiple trials while they're trying to run for president of the United States, wow, the perfect storm is coming Donald Trump's way. Now, whether you think he deserves that or not, I'm normally on the part of, uh, well, I am on the part of, no, he does not deserve this type of uh, rushed uh, or politically motivated charges because that's what I see. Uh, that stated, he'll have his day in court where he can show his evidence and he can show a bunch of uh, um, testimony that should if he was telling the truth or seeing what he saw that entire time should expose the narrative for what it is and help people better understand it. So this could all backfire in the politically motivated realm. All right, we're going to take a break here. When we come back, we'll talk about some Maui fires, everybody, because uh, that's a big story that we can go multiple directions with. If you get an opportunity, make sure you're going over to americaoutloud.news where you can check out all the sponsors to help make this show happen. And so go visit them and go support them. Be right back, everyone. You're listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden here on the America Out Loud Network. Well, the out loud truth was the rallying call that started it all. Americaoutloud.news was an idea, a movement, a place where folks would feel comfortable speaking the truth without being censored or canceled. The First Amendment is alive and well. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Be a part of a revolutionary new healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interests of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be. 
Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Cofix RX Nasal Solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. Let's double down against colds, flu, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. Welcome back, Bold Americans, second half of the show. Let's talk about what happened in Maui. First and foremost, before we get into this story, uh, shame on you, Expedia. Uh, A friend of mine had spent thousands of dollars, booked his vacation with his wife through Expedia, was in Maui, uh, landed about a day before the fire started, from what I understand, and then had to rush to save his life into a different part of the island to get lodging, sleeping on a concrete floor. Uh, When he contacted Expedia about needing to get off the island and getting people to work with him, uh, he was told there was nothing that they could do. And they eventually gave him a $100 voucher. Um, And so some people that follow me, I reposted that story on Twitter. They're like, well, he should have got travel insurance. Yeah, sure. Travel insurance for something that is like the worst natural disaster or unnatural disaster in the history of Hawaii, which has (laughs) volcanoes and hurricanes. And yet that was the worst disaster. And as a large company, you can't even stand by large companies making a ton of money. You can't stand by your people. Uh, what a shame. Anyway, so I just thought I'd put that out there to the 93 people and their families that have now been uh, found. And likely there's going to be many, many more. My absolute heartfelt condolences to all those individuals as well as the tens of thousands of people that live there that have had their life completely uprooted by this incredible disaster. So my coverage today, in no way, shape, or form, am I trying to uh, minimize or hurt people by simply asking questions and paying attention to things. So the questions that we have here, what started the fire? Was this natural or unnatural. And I've been paying attention to the influencers on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, because if you pay attention to the influencers, they tell you what you're allowed to talk about and what you're not allowed to talk about. And there was an individual that lives in Hawaii that I follow on Instagram, and she had posted a bunch of uh, images and videos from the disaster. And I asked her about one of her images. I said, Hey, you have a a directed energy photo. I'm curious, where did you get that one? I'm hearing that it's from many years ago, but I wanted to confirm where it came from. Thanks. And this individual who goes by four underscore our underscore rights underscore Cowie K A U A I. She 
put this video back to me as a response and said, you know, she apologizes. She grabbed a bunch of images. She lives on the island. Uh, but that one she got duped by and she took full ownership for it. Now, there are a lot of people that have been posting these directed energy weapons as saying that that is part of the fire. Look, there's a lot going on in Maui right now. And much like when Damar Hamlin came out, I said, hey, maybe now's not the time to say that this is exactly because of mRNA. Like, maybe we can talk about that in a, in a couple of days now. Like, right now, let's just get and say, hey, we don't know what caused this. But then when Bronny James happened, I was kind of like, nope, we can talk about this. We can talk about it because I watched people get silenced during Damar Hamlin. And so now we're into more fires, right? We had the Canadian fires that were choking people and possibly getting people long-term sick here in the United States just about a month and a half ago. And I was one of the uh, states that was hardest hit by that with a AQI close to 500, which I talked about that on a former show. Lots of callbacks, I believe, right now to other content, which I think that this is like show number 276 on the America Out Loud Network. So you have plenty that you can go back through of uh, evergreen material to get references if you're looking for stuff. Just look at the titles on the America Out Loud page or on Apple Podcast, and you'll find those uh, individual titled shows and the write-ups there to, to know where you're looking. All right. So why do I think that we can talk about directed energy weapons with this? Okay. When I see a bunch of influencers, and when I say influencers... Uh, here's my point. There are people that pop up on my page that I don't follow every single day. And they have 600,000, 800,000 followers, but they seem to have a social reach in the five millions, the 10 millions. And then there are individuals that I follow that never pop up on my feed. And I'm getting messages from right now, almost 100 individuals that follow me that have all shared with me in different ways, shape, or forms. Hey, Greg, I follow you, but you're posting like 30 things a day and not one shows up on my feed. I have gotten to the point where I started scheduling my post at different times during the day, thinking, well, maybe it's just because people aren't on while I'm posting. So if it gets posted sometimes within that 24-hour period, I'm bound to show up, but I'm not. I'm only showing up on about 5% of my followers walls. My own wife cannot see me despite the fact she only follows about 40 people. And she's seen the same people that I'm seeing popping up on her feed, despite the fact she does not follow them as well, which tells me that there's this elected few that has me very skeptical of social media right now that is crowning people as the kings and queens of influence over narratives. And so when I see these kings and queens of the influence of narratives saying that I'm not allowed to talk about do directed energy weapons, or now's not the time to talk about what happened in Maui or spread conspiracy theories that the official narrative is it was a brush fire or a cigarette butt that simply lit this very convenient area of land on fire. No, I'm not going to follow along. And you, my listeners, should not follow along with this either. Could this be 
completely natural. Well, I am going to bring on in a future show here, I'm working on getting an expert in this area about how wildfires spread and how wildfires spread in residential areas to see if this claim that the high winds, the fingering of the flames would spare one home and then completely annihilate all the other homes. I'm going to look to see if some of these trees would be spared while others would not. I'm going to see why the boats caught on fire out in the water versus where the fire was out on land. There may be extremely good reasons for all of this. I'm open-minded that this is just a fire and that's the way it fueled and that's the way that it spread. What I do know is there are people in the rubble right now that have been killed that have not been found yet. And I would like answers, whether it was natural or unnatural, fondly served. So why do I want to talk directed energy weapons? Well, because I know a thing or two about them. Why do I know a thing or two about directed energy weapons? Well, I have researched them before. I have talked about them before. Shocker. And I have the document, which hopefully is not pulled by the time that this show goes live. Uh, I'm putting it in the show description so you can see it yourself. I'm going to read off of it. It's directly from Lockheed Martin. Now, Lockheed Martin states on their own document from the LockheedMartin.com website that they have specialized in laser weapon systems development for 40 years, and they've made advancement in areas such as precision pointing and control, line of sight stabilization, and adaptive optics, which are essential functions in harnessing and directing the power of a laser beam and in compact, robust, spectrally beam combined fire laser devices that provide unmatched performance. Now, I'll get it more into their DE, Directed Energy Laser Program, in just a moment. I want to go back to a movie that came out in the early 1990s. And I'm going to, out of respect for individuals um, that were very kind and people that I love, um, I'm going to uh, share this uh, very, just to kind of give you um, a little bit of my knowledge but at the same time, not out anybody's identities. There was a movie back in the 90s that came out called Enemy of the State, and Will Smith was in it. And in that movie, it showed uh, satellites that could see in through windows and follow people, or not see in through windows, but kind of follow people around. And I had the opportunity to uh, have a conversation with somebody who was knowledgeable in this field around uh, 1999, 2000, somewhere around there. And during that conversation, I was told that, hey, if you think that that's real, what's in the uh, what's in the movies, there's more powerful stuff than what's in the movies already going up in the space that should they want to move something, they can zoom straight into a window and see you in your home. Now, some of the people that are sending these things up were part of our defense community. Some of them were people from Lockheed Martin that were sending these satellites up or these rockets up in the space with this high-tech weaponry and surveillance that had been going on at least since 
1995, 1994, somewhere around there. But now we can go to the Lockheed Martin website and we can see that they have these laser weapon systems. So now let's actually figure out how they use this a little bit more. So they state on their website, and again, this is available for you to read. So that way you do not um, think I'm making this up or continuing some type of conspiracy theory. This is exactly from their website, their document. I'm also taking screen captures of it just in case Lockheed Martin realizes, hey, people are sharing this and uh, they try to take it down, which I don't think so. I mean, this is so public that the only reason I think they take it down is people are like, oh, well, this person's using it for the Maui stuff. I'm not using it saying that Lockheed Martin caused Maui. I want to make that very clear right from the get go. What I'm stating is look at the technology that Lockheed Martin is showing and then in their own image, with advanced test high energy asset, which is called Athena right on their page, they're showing that they are able to target a pinpoint spot on somebody's car hood. All right. And then let's think about what we're seeing with laser energy in cities and what we saw in Hawaii as well. So if you're hearing a little uh, sound in the background, let me mute my system because I've been taking screenshots of all of this. It's a document from 2016 from the Lockheed Martin Corporation uh, located the rotary and mission systems in DC. It's amazing that this thing's actually out there for people just to read because what you have to understand the connection I'm making here is not about Lockheed Martin. It's about Russia. It's about China and us thinking that we're the only country or this is the only corporation who's created this technology. All right. So they claim that they have widespread weapon systems and platform integration experience across all of the Department of Defense services. They have unique SWR SWIR component capabilities that significantly extend the intelligence surveillance and reconnaissance range of the DE laser system. All right. So that led me down. What does SWIR, I can't even say it, stand for, right? So what is Lockheed using this in order to uh, try to educate people about it? And so it's a SWIR uh, camera that is able to image uh, a silicon inspector laser beam profiling, hyperspectral imaging, chemical and plastic sensing, machine vision imaging, agricultural sensing, surveillance systems, as well as medical imaging. That is all the different things that they are used for. But within this, we have the ability to uh, use this out in space, as part of the defense industry, the surveillance industry. And we also use this for good things like automotive safety. We use this for the standard imaging that you go for tests at the hospital and making batteries and things. But these imagers are able to be used for uh, facial recognition sensors. Uh, they're eventually going to allow us, well, they do already allow us to see through obscured environments as well. Hmm. Interesting, allows to see beyond the things that we're not able to see with the naked eye. They also have uh, high power spectrally beam combined fiber lasers that provide the most efficient conversion of platform prime power into lethal power on target. And so it's very low cost. They can do these attacks at the speed of light. And because it's at the speed of light, 
it's also very chance that you would not even see that this is an attack as it's happening. You wouldn't see the fact that a bush catches on fire, a car catches on fire. They claim that they are the highest system efficiencies demonstrated in any of the Dew laser system, minimizing size, weight, and power requirements for DE platforms. Now they can put it on Army and Marine Corps ground vehicles, Navy DDG and LCS ships, and SOCOM AC-130s. They have it on the airplanes flying overhead, and they have the highest lethality laser to minimize engagement time, meaning they could just point this on somebody and they'd be dead. I'm not making this up, ladies and gentlemen. You can view all this directly on that link. Now, they have uh, different types of demonstrations that they have put out there in this document. They have what's called ADAM, which is Area Defense Anti-Munitions, which is basically for if you have a rocket that's incoming, they can take that out using this. It's very affordable. Um, low cost per kill, deep magazine, scalable precision effects, and it's capable of close, close in defense one to four kilometers away. They have the Aladdin, which is called the Accelerated Laser Demonstration Initiative. It's a 30 kilowatt laser that's made by combining many fiber lasers into a single near-perfect quality beam of light and uses 50% less electricity than the alternative solid-state laser technologies. Spectral beam combining sends beams from multiple fiber laser modules, each with unique wavelength, into a combiner that forms a single, powerful, high-quality beam. Then we have Athena. Now, Athena is the one that I want to focus on for Hawaii. It represents the highest power level documented by a laser weapon system while retaining excellent beam quality and electrical efficiency. First field testing of an integrated 30 kilowatt single mode fiber laser weapon system prototype. It uses the proven high energy laser weapon system architecture from our Atom system and incorporates the 30 kilowatt Aladdin laser from Aladdin. All right, so Adam and Aladdin are combined to make Athena, which could easily be put on to any rocket sent up in the outer space. And then you would see the lasers hitting down. Do you remember there was a video in Hawaii of green lasers that were scanning, almost like it was taking uh, measurements of the landmass? It was only about two months ago that that happened. And they said this is likely a Chinese thing that was happening. But I'm just going to ask if Russia, if China, they have these type of things and we have a war in Ukraine, are we seeing the effects of war in another way? Are we seeing that this is retaliatory, but yet it's a victimless or not? Well, it's not victimless. It's a crime with many victims, but you cannot point to the antagonist. I think that's the word that I was looking for. There we go. I believe that that might be what we have going on. And I should be able to voice that without influencers telling me that I'm not allowed to say that. That's not a conspiracy theory. I'm using conspiracy fact. Everything from Lockheed Martin, the state that this is technology that is out there. Now, why would they want to burn Maui's area to the ground? Could there be a probable cause? Because again, let's say, what would the uh, <laughs> would be the advantages to having this type of destruction? And then would a government ever do that to its people? Well, the answer would be right now, there are people that are stating that there's areas in Maui that individuals want control of, that they want the land grab for some other uh, business, things that I will cover on a future show.
All right. I'm going to keep you waiting for that for tomorrow to come back to it. And I'm going to have some interviews this week as well. So hopefully I'll get to it tomorrow in that show. Uh, But you're going to hear from uh, a presidential candidate this week. You're going to hear from Laurie Elizabeth again this week. We're going to have a blast. We're going to have a good week of shows, everybody. As always, if you liked what I'm presenting to you each and every single day, you can support the show. You can go to buymeacoffee.com backslash bold America. You type that into your browser and enables you to buy me one cup, two cup, three cup, however many cups of coffee you want. I'm appreciative. It helps support the show, helps support my work here on America Emboldened. That's it. That's all. I hope that you guys all have a great rest of your Monday. And uh, stay safe out there, everybody. You've been listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden here on the America Out Loud Network. Be bold, America.